Hello, I'm Eleni Makas. Today I will interview uh, Yaria Arapidou, an asylum lawyer from Athens, Greece, about the refugee crisis in Greece. Welcome, Yorgia. Pleased to have this interview with you today. Thank you very much for having me. Um, could we start by telling us about yourself and your work? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, I'm a legal counselor uh, for the, the, the Greek uh, NGO called Arsis, which is uh, which, which um, was established in 1992. Uh, I specifically work at the Youth Support Center. is located in the center of Athens, and it started operating uh, in 2014, uh, aiming to help and support the young people and children who are in danger of social exclusion. Uh, the center is open on it works like an open center on a daily basis. Uh, and it is uh, welcoming children and young people who, uh, who there receive uh, holistic support. Uh, they learn about the rights, how they can seek employment and develop their career um, orientation. They receive psychosocial support, legal support, supportive teaching after school. And they are involved in uh, creative activities, festivals, workshops, uh, for, in order to advance their, um, their, to have a personal development. Uh, the, the center is also carrying out uh, street work activities uh, with a aim to approach and support children who live or work in the street, like the unaccompanied refugees or children beggars. And recently we have been um, running a, a, a project by Save the Children, which is, is involving um, an intervention, a systematic intervention inside the refugee camps and detention facilities in the greater Attica Athens region. Uh, so, and we wish to register and provide uh, support to unaccompanied minors uh, coming from uh, the third countries, uh, refugees, etc. Great. And what would you say are the main legal challenges that migrants face in Greece? Uh, yes. Um, actually, for um, to, today that we're speaking, there are about 50,000 refugees and migrants, let's say somehow uh, stranded in the Greek territory. Uh, these people, uh, the situation is very, very difficult and very harsh inside the camps. Almost 60% uh, of them uh, reside in the camps with very appealing, appalling conditions. Uh, um, actually, uh, since March 2016, the, um, uh, the so-called EU-Turkey agreement, readmission agreement, was entered into force. Uh, and in the beginning, a few hundred uh, refugees and migrants were uh, readmitted back into Turkey. Uh, where um, few, uh, many of them were detained, they were denied the access to asylum. Uh, although there were there are hundreds of uh, voices and uh, of of, of media and non-governmental um, organizations, uh, which say that uh, Turkey is uh, is not a safe uh, as a country asylum country. Uh, so uh, apart the, the the agreement has been suspended recently. Uh, but uh, the, we have realized that the refugee fall, flows has ever since uh, decreased so much, which means that thousands of refugees prefer to stay in the conflict zones rather than flee their countries and risk to stay in Turkey forever.
So for the rest remaining here, they there are extremely few that they have already asked for asylum due to the lack of uh, personnel in the competent authorities, the, the limited capacity, and um, among them there there, we, uh, there are uh, hundreds of um, uh, very uh, of unaccompanied minors uh, who have been separated or lost their parents uh, in shipwrecks. Uh, and so all these people that are about 35,000 without being registered for asylum uh, are waiting for the registration, which is going to start in the next few days. But from credible sources, we know that uh, the whole uh, the whole procedure, even for those that want to move further with the relocation program, even for the others that uh, would stay here because they are not entitled to apply for the relocation program, the whole the whole time frame will exceed the one year and a half. So uh, the situation is really pre precarious. It's really outrageous. There are no accommodation spaces in shelters for children. They reside with uh, in the streets or in un unofficial urban settings, and they uh, we daily see um, incidents of harassment and uh, sexual exploitation. And for those for all the rest that are already recognized and uh, recognized refugees. They face uh, difficult difficulties that they are connected with uh, Greek austerity. It's very difficult to find a job, uh, a proper job uh, with insurance and not uh, in the black labor. Uh, there are no, there, there is no benefit or funding from the state. They, they do not have any chances and opportunities to learn the language and benefit from any, any, any anything given from the state. Are different migrants treated differently by the Greek state depending on country of origin or ethnic backgrounds? Um, actually, unfortunately, uh, there are. Uh, for example, the people coming, the newly arrived uh, refugees coming from certain countries, um, they are automatically, uh, like Iraq, Syria, for example, or Eritrea, they are characterized as, the, as we say it's, uh, in legal terms, Faki refugees. So they are not they, they cannot be de deported and they can stay in Greece for a period of six months with a possibility of extension. But uh, this is not the case for the really vast majority of refugees coming from other countries like the like the Democratic Republic of Congo or Afghanistan, who are given a time frame of 30 days in order to leave the country. So these people, as I said before, they, they, it's, they are almost denied the right to apply for asylum because of the lack of capacity of the, of the state. So the, these people are usually get arrested when they are uh, caught by the police in the, around the streets. And um, uh, this is the, the, the first. And the second is that the, only a few a certain nationalities uh, can benefit from the relocation scheme, which means that they can move in other EU countries, other uh, uh, countries that receive them, so they have no option that, uh, rather than to apply for asylum in Greece. And uh, here comes here then after come the problems that I mentioned before with uh, with the, the very few opportunities, very uh, high unemployment. So all the situation, all these problems are really encouraging uh, smuggling and trafficking. Uh, and people can usually pay a few thousand euros in order to be illegal transferred to Europe uh, with uh, fast and uh, with yes fast <laughs> only. And um, how would you describe 
Greek societal attitudes and responses toward the migrant crisis? Um, actually, si since the crisis emerged in uh, in the begin in one year and a half ago, uh, I would say that uh, the, we can see two trends in the society. Uh, the, the, actually, the, we can see two trends emerging in very fast. We have a, a very high percentage of Greek people that are not very, that are somewhere in the middle. They help in some way, for example, providing some goods whenever there is a call for that, for some basic, basic goods for survival. This is really this is something that makes us really happy. But on the other hand, we have two two big trends that uh, we have the rise of extreme the extreme right uh, voices and uh, movements and uh, and even parties, especially where the area the refugee camps are established. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, what is really uh, hopeful is that this uh, solidarity movement that uh, people of all ages and backgrounds are gathered and uh, they are organized together in, uh, on a free will basis on, in order to help the refugees in all manners. For example, they provide food, shelter in um, abandoned schools, in abandoned hotels, and they provide any kind of support to the people on a 24-7 basis, really. So the what what is really um, uh, makes me feel more comfortable and fine is that the solidarity movement appears to be stronger and uh, more durable than the extreme right uh, movement. Anything else that people need to know about this issue from your perspective that we forgot to ask? Um, actually, what. What I would like to say is that there is this huge mass media propaganda against the refugees because uh, in Greece the television is something that is really the basic uh, means of information for thousands of people, for, for millions of people, especially the, the ones that are uh, overage and they do not have, they do, are not accustomed to the, using the internet. So people get really confused and fr frustrated about the refugee crisis, the refugee issue, the roots of the, the issue and the, the solutions that, that may come. The mass media are, are really misleading and express extreme rights and very inhuman approaches, I would say, against the refugees. Uh, and this is really um, the, this is really outrageous because they deeply influence the public opinion against the refugees. Um, so, uh, what I, I would like to say is that people you should really be uh, think more independently and follow more independent media in order to have uh, a better understanding of the problem. And also, another problem is that uh, the conflict, the conflict that the, the, the ongoing conflicts in the Middle East, is the reason for all these people being obliged to flee their homes. So, there is no end to the refugee crisis without the termination of war. And um, another thing that I would like to add is that the developed states uh, of the overseas and even in Europe, they need to express more solidarity and receive, in receiving and accommodating a number of refugees. There are certain very, very um, rich countries that they have received only 10,000 refugees and their population is like 80 million. They need to express more solidarity and uh, accommodate the refugees within their countries uh, 
of course, in accordance with the capacity and potential of every state. Great. Thank you so much, Yuriya. Thank you very much. It was a great pleasure. This was an interview on the refugee crisis in Greece. Thank you for listening. Thank you.